You're listening to Take Note on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. My name's Matt. And I'm Josiah. And uh, word of the day to start off with is zany. You want to tell me what zany means? Zany. Ladies and gentlemen, zany is a good word. You want to get that in your vocabulary. I'm telling you right now you want zany in the rotation. Uh, Zany is a little bit like goofy, silly. Some would say slipping on a banana. That's pretty zany. That denotes zany a little bit. Really, the average English speaker on a daily basis should throw two or three zanies into whatever many words you say per day. I think it's pretty important. I think, uh, anybody know the stat on how many words people say per day? I know for a fact that women say more on average. This is actually proven. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, but I don't think many of them say zany, to to be honest. Uh, that is, that's absurd. All right, yeah. Okay, you heard it here from BBC.com. Women use an average of 20,000 words per day, and men use 7,000 on average. And you know what? I'm I'm sure that of the uh, 33,000, wait, they use like that's mere almost... seven. I thought it was 7,000 less. So of the 27,000 oh. words said per day, probably two of them are zany. Maybe. But that's besides the point ladies and gentlemen, because we're not here to talk to you about words or how many of them or which ones of them. We're here to talk about one thing and one thing only. And what is it? That would be a woman that goes by the name of Adele Lori Blue Adkins MBE. That is not her real name. (laughs) Otherwise known as Adele. (laughs) Otherwise known as the first part of it. Wow, it really is. I don't know why it says MBE here, but is that her acronym? Oh, oh, she's knighted at, like in what? the woman's form. Most excellent order of the British Empire is a British order of chivalry. So Adele is knighted. She's a uh, yeah, whatever you call it. When uh, Dame Knight Dame Grand Cross. Wow. Is GB. Oh, that's GBE. She's a member, which is MBE. Okay. Wow. That's that's wow. Just yeah. because, dude, that, that has got to be one of the coolest things as a musician to like get a political standing because you sing well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Elton John is CBE. Because he's, he's Sir. Because he... Isn't he Sir Elton commander. John? So CBE is Commander. It's like a higher order. Whoa. But he's also CH, which is Order of the Companions of Honor. Does that mean he's a knight? It's regarded as the junior order to the order of merit. So I don't know how all these work, but it's British a different stuff. thing than the knighthood. Like, oh, that's less cool. But he's like both. Like, but they're in that, like they're they're in the court, we'll say. Yeah. Okay. That makes that's impressive. Yeah. So uh, can we do that in the states? Can we can we come up with something? We could that? start that. What did El, uh, Ellen the uh, Ellen DeGeneres get? Like she got some award. Oh, is, is that like it outstanding the, citizen or something like that? Uh, maybe or like the Presidential Medal of Honor. Okay, maybe? is that is that maybe something similar? I guess. I mean, you don't like join ranks. It's yeah, you like don't. You just it get it or enough. you don't. I think. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's incredible. Actually, I didn't know that. Can we just say that she's a knight, or is that like false? Yeah, let's just say that. Okay, so Sir Ellen, or well, Sir Adele. Sir Adele. Sir Adele. She wears armor everywhere Matt, she goes. Keep, let's stay on planet Earth here. She carries a sword wherever she okay, goes. Okay, she does carry a sword wherever she goes. That's true. I I forgot about that. But she also carries a wicked set 
of pipes. Of vocal cords, yeah. yeah. They're actually quite insane. So insane that her album, her first album, was eight times certified platinum in the UK. and Certified. Triple platinum in the US. Whoa. That's 13 platinum. Mm-hmm. Grammy for Best New Artist in 2008. Wow. She's yeah. decorated, dude. She's been around the globe. Mm-hmm. Philanthropy? Look at the philanthropy. philanthropy. What, what has she done for people? Let's see. Is she a good person or is she not? Yeah. I don't Charity. care about her music if she's not a good person. Charity concerts, LGBT events. Nice. Huge. That's free concert for Pride London. Wow. That's, a, that's pretty generous. A free concert? That is Isn't that that's a, that is a price tag to get Adele? Yeah, no, that, that's a price tag. That is like, booking, how much do you think she par- charges per show? Probably close to a million. I that, least, I would say at least seven fifty. That today. is crazy. I know Olivia Rodrigo charges a million. So judging on what? that, Adele is like has more longevity as like a superstar. Yeah, what, dude? So she's a, she's knighted. Yeah, I didn't see Olivia Rodrigo getting knighted. No. Yeah, I would pay. I would pay a way bigger price tag to have someone in like the British order come perform at my event than Olivia Rodrigo. That being said, Olivia Rodrigo probably deserves an episode of her own. Um, Actually, she that's has, true. She has fire music. Yeah, respectfully. So, so the first song we're gonna be talking about and listening to, uh, "Make You Feel My Love," that was off of her first album, I believe. Yeah, Matt and I were talking a little bit before the episode, and it sounds like. We're deep diving into some old school Adele. Like, yeah, people know the big ones. You know, I mean, there's a lot of like surface level Adele appreciators out there. You got the hello appreciators. Yeah, the set fire to the rain listeners. Like, okay, put it on the playlist, I guess. Like, okay, you have a radio. Like, get with the times. Yeah, congratulations. We get it. You have ears. You know what I mean? Yeah. But today we're like deep cuts only. We're we're looking for the stuff that'll make you cry based off the opening note. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't per se a deep cut, although released in 2008 from her 19 album. Um, it's called Make You Feel My Love. It's just, it's so beautiful. It like, if you have the tendency to cry, you probably will. So be prepared. I will cry. Um, but yeah, really let it sink in, you know? Oh. It's just like the message. It's just so beautiful. I'm so ready. Let's get right into it. Let's get into it. When the rain is blowing in your face And the whole world is on your case I could offer you a warm embrace To make you feel my love When the evening shadows in the stars
Are there tears flowing yet? I shed two. Two, two tears. Okay. I like the uh, the beginning. I recognize the beginning. I don't remember what the first like verse is, but I do recognize the beginning. Yeah, it, it's got... I mean, it's what you expect. I feel like it's what you expect out of Adele. Like, mm-hmm. I like a lot of Adele's stuff, but it's what you expect. It's that, like, ooh, it makes your stomach, like, twist with the how sad it is, kind of. You're just like, hmm. I'm not a very, like, sad music person, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And so when I listen to stuff like this, like, it just gets you down. Yeah. But I get the appeal. Yeah. I mean, it's it's literally just piano and vocals, so. Yeah. And it's... it's it's really raw, like you can hear her voice mm-hmm. very clearly. The emotion is there. It's something that not a lot of people do because it's very like scary, I guess, to release something that's so like unproduced and raw. It's almost like like someone released this as like an acoustic version of a song almost. But this is like this yeah, is just this the song. is just the song. Yeah. What's her what's her like background in cause her voice is ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Like, she had to do some sort of, like, performing arts. She, and there's no way she did it. Like, it's got to be something. I mean, I would assume, like, at least after she released her stuff or after she got signed, she probably, like, they usually take voice lessons. Just yeah, to, yeah. But, I mean, earlier on, I don't really, she started really young. Like, I'm pre- if I'm not mistaken, the, why she called her album 19 is because she was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And okay. then she kind of followed that up with the rest of her albums, like twenty five or twenty one and twenty five. Oh, she just did like her age. Yeah. At the time. Oh, her most recent one was thirty, but she's thirty four right oh, now. She's lying. So that was kind of a stretch. Maybe she wrote it when she was thirty. Could be. Or like a majority of it when she was thirty. Because that's really what you mean. I feel like when you say like, "Yeah, this was at 19. You're mm-hmm. not talking about like what your voice sounded like. You're talking about what was going on. What's going on in the music. She got married in 2018, which is when she was 30, and she got divorced in 2021. So maybe maybe this is Who like is she married to? songs of Simon Konecki. Oh, shout out! Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think he's kind of a nobody. Oh, which is like rare. I feel like celebrities always date celebrities. Yeah, well, I mean, they like a lot of them don't work out. So maybe she was like, maybe I'll date. I mean, I'm sure he's probably some celebrity. Like he probably did something. Maybe he's in her uh, knighted order. Mm-hmm. You even think about that. Did you? He could be. He could be, um, like, royal in the royal family or something. His thing on Google, ladies and gentlemen, is Adele's ex-husband. That's <laughs> what a, he is. He's also American. He's from New York. What is your problem? You know what I mean? Yeah. See, uh, British people and American people are just not meant for each other. I know this is, like, the normal joke, but, like, don't date someone who makes sad music. Uh, don't date like don't date Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like you'll get an album about you. Yeah, it's like they, double yeah, down when don't date Adele. Don't marry Adele because if that doesn't work out, dude, you are gonna get the most like soul ripping mm-hmm. music about you of all time. That makes you like want to like exactly throw up with how sad you feel. That and also like judging on her past music, it's like, do you want to date someone who's like that emotional? I don't know. Like yeah. She just writes songs about how she's sad, and then, like, I just, I wouldn't want to go near that, to be honest. How much do you think is, like, I, I'm not discrediting it, but, like, how much of it do you think is, like, okay, time to produce more sad music? Because some people are, like, have a sadder disposition, but, like, if Adele is feeling all her music like this, dude, we got to talk to Adele about, 
about that because that's like that's a lot of very very sad feeling you know what i mean yeah i think that's a common thing that like if she probably feels most creative when she's sad mm, and yeah. there's like when the rest of life is just like generally happy normal yeah. like there's no reason to sit down and write a song but like like that, an expression yeah yeah like i feel like that happens a lot where like artists write a lot of sad songs just because like that's when they feel like writing a song is when they're sad like that's a time where you'd want to express how you feel. Yeah, it's where like your art form sort of or your creative uh, juices get flowing is like in that in sort of that mental state. That makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but it's it's rough. That's that's like it's rough. I like the I just back what you said earlier. I think the fact that all of her music is just so raw is, I mean, it's obviously just like perfect with regards to like the content of the music itself. Like, it is the perfect medium for like just piano and like raw, unfiltered incredible voice like those two just marry so well where i think there are like other artists who like will like produce really sad music and that's like it's still sad but to me it feels like which is a lot what i think of her like performances and concert are but like just someone on stage with like one piano and just like like standing there giving like a full heart-to-heart performance about like this is my soul disposition at this moment right now like that's what and the music feels like always you know what i mean yeah there's something there's something to be said for like in a concert like even if even if all your songs aren't like that you just take a break and then you just do just you and piano that's so it's so like vulnerable but it's so cool to be able to do that and like do it well and so this next song also bruno mars wrote this song he's performed it before not as like a part of a tour but like there's videos on youtube of him singing it yeah um, and it's just him and piano, like that's how the song is with her also. But like, it's it's kind of along the same lines, like it, it, because it's just piano and vocals and mm-hmm. it's a similar like message, I guess. But I, I honestly like this one better because of the chords and there's also a key change. So like, watch out, like it's kind of like jarring because you really don't expect it. At the very end of the chorus, it it goes straight into this like weird bridge thing and then and then it's in a different key and it's like, whoa, so. You ready? Let's hear it. All I ask is
I bet you didn't expect that, did you? I'm going to be honest with you. I expected it. That's because I told you it was coming. Yeah, that's true. You yeah, told yeah, me yeah. literally maybe 10 seconds before the song. The song. That was weird. But cool. Like, good. But, like, yeah. Once you, I don't think I would have noticed that. Or I, I guess I would have noticed it and not, like, consciously thought of, like, oh, like, that's really strange. But it's it's very cool. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. Um, do you know, like, why? I mean, I, I guess it's kind of always a question, like, why? But what do you think that, like, that specifically, like, brings to the that song? I think the whole song, like, before that is kind of, like, on the same plane. It's kind of, like, even keeled. I mean, it, it has, like, a lot of energy, but it's all, like, emotional. And so, like, the only way to kind of end it in a grand way would be, I guess, to mm. to key change. Be like you uh, need to climax it somehow? Like you need to hit something that... Like would you say that that is the climax oh, of yeah. the song? Or I mean, I would say... Actually, I would say before that at the bridge is the climax. Um, like where it says, let this be our lesson in love. Mm-hmm. Let's be the way we remember us. Because it's so different from the rest of the song. Like, like sometimes songs will repeat a bridge where they do that like before each chorus. Mm-hmm. But this is like a, its own thing. It's like its own phrase. And going into that, it, they there's some wacky chord that's like not in the key, mm. and then coming out of that, she just does another chorus, but like in it, well she does another chorus and then she does another another one in the and then they they switch the key there, but it's not it's like it actually really doesn't flow like sometimes they'll people will change keys by doing what's called a two five one, and if you like play the two chord of the next key and then play the five of the next key, then it's like it's kind of like a seamless transition mm-hmm. because they're like passageway. It's like a nice passageway from one key to another. But this, it's like she ends the chorus and then just straight up switches. Like the melody is in the different key and it leads right into mm-hmm. the next chord. So it's like it doesn't flow at all, but somehow like it works because it's an instant energy shift. Because all the choruses before then have been like the same, but yeah, it's it's like it is weird. I like it. I mean, it's like obviously, what I found is that like weird is good in this context. Like, I think what opens up the like obviously you can't just do that over and over and over. But it, like what you said, it's just the song is like mm, it's the same, and it's sad. Like the same sort of level of sadness throughout the whole song that you're like, okay, we need some way to make like make a difference here or like switch it up right after the climax so that you kind of know that you just hit the like crux of the whole uh message and like story uh and so i think like throwing something weird like that in there is like that's pretty cool it sounds cool too as well and obviously like adele is capable you know what i mean like her voice is like obviously pretty incredible and so also like some of the low notes she hits during that is pretty cool like Mm -hmm. just like she goes Oh, and then like wait like all the way back up. It's really really interesting. Um, so Bruno Mars wrote that. You saying? Yeah. Dang Bruno. Bruno Mars has actually written a few songs talk about for it. other people. Um. Yeah, because he did a lot of that was like a lot of his early stuff. Was he was doing like producing and songwriting, for, to my knowledge, for a lot of people. Um. Wasn't I don't know he? about I don't know about before he was in a different band before like he kind of got famous, but. I don't think like he started writing for other people during and after his ah his rise to fame. Do people yeah. start out normally writing songs for other people, or is that just something like that comes after? Like, uh, do you have to like establish yourself first, or like are there songwriters? 
some i mean some people might i think most people like want to get famous themselves before yeah, they that's fair before they write songs for other people but like if your main thing is songwriting and you're not really a performer then like you can just do that mm. you can just go write songs for people it's pretty dope you've been listening to take note on radio for hillsdale 101.7 fm my name is matt and i'm josiah Thank you.